Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. Griff, every time he gets a chance to talk to an owling who comes by to bring you guys food and water, which they do at regular intervals, he tries to tell them, just look at my books. That's all I'm asking. It would take no more than an hour to look over the records and you will see no deal with this contract. Gifts always keep records of the contracts that they make, whether they are for warring or anything. We fight fairly. Everybody knows our reputation and we pay our bounties for our people who are captured. Now, I'm sure if we can get this misunderstanding settled, we would be able to go and you would pay us our reparations for the repair of my ship. Dern's been singing drinking songs loudly from his cell this entire time (laughs) okay eventually you do watch as the owlings take you over the next day or so uh, into some regular cells where they've just left you since you really haven't been doing any of the work the gifts have been getting out and going and doing the carpentry um, again as a way to just do something and get out of the cells but you do hear from them they've been talking to some of the other gifts and i think it's maybe like two days since you've been there in in total now, that the Owlings are starting to build a makeshift area um, to hold their proceedings, uh, which they have been unable to do in their normal parliament since they've left the uh, Cloud Eerie. Eventually, despite kind of what the Owling who had talked to you said, they do come back and give you a place in the queue, basically. They've told you where you'll be able to speak to the parliament when your time for it comes around. Uh, your time in the queue, unfortunately, uh, the owling who you had been interacting with before, he said, despite my best efforts, your place in the queue is a mite bit low. And then he moves on. Um, but they do take everyone, although unless you don't let them shackle you, I don't know. God, Okay. And the only way they'd be able to take you to the proceedings would be to do that, probably. So if you if they're unable to get them on you, uh, they're probably going to leave you there. Fine. Okay. (laughs) So they do. um, I've still got my gloves, right? uh, Have they figured out that they're weapon gloves? Yeah, I don't know if they they probably would have tried to check, but uh, see if they would notice. With a one, you still have your gloves. Um, you Do can, I have to get shackled too? Um, yeah, at this point. I'm a tiny screechling. Do you they shackle small enough? Uh, they go on. <laughs> but you've been shackled before. You know, they don't always work. Um, these proceedings are really slow. Um, you've been to Owling Parliament before, mm-hmm. Trixie? And you know this, mm-hmm. and as a screechling, um, you understand the ins mm-hmm. and outs of these parliaments probably all too well. It's also uh, a problem because they're still having arguments at the very first session about how the makeshift parliament is set up and whether anything here will even count as a full decision when they've arguing about the uh, who's that feather. Oh, no. <laughs> And they speak all in owl trill, so the only way you get any of this is from Trixie translating what's going on. I am going to die of boredom, I swear to Atalanta. 
In the first You're not the two only one. hours, they have only argued over whether or not their greetings count and this... some stupid nonsense like that. No, they're not to the greetings. They're still <sighs> arguing over the distance between the perches around the side of the parliament as how many feather widths from the center they're supposed to be and how you can't measure feather widths by pacing it out with your talons because those are talon lengths. And oh, I once knew a girl <laughs> from way down below. They're going to gag after you. After I paid, she gave me a good show. Oh. You're gagged. <laughs> That's about how long that lasts. And they say, we have important things to discuss. Now you'll be silent. <laughs> And the the evening comes and goes, and the first um, uh, there are actually uh, there's an orc who shows up uh, part way through. Kick darn! And they are introduced as. Do I know them? No, you don't. You actually haven't met any of the grizzards that you know of. Um, this is they introduce them as Grizzlink Bloodthorn. Um, they come to talk to the owlings. Um, Had you told me about all the friends back over here before? Who have told them to that they are more than welcome to stay outside of the keep and help them defend it from there, but they're not letting anybody inside, particularly people who have just been living in the woods. Had had we talked about what he had done over here on the island before, like on our travels? So would I have known his other party members' names? That would be up to you guys. I don't know. I would assume so. <laughs> would you agree that we had mentioned who you, your party Okay. Mike's not gagged, by the way. He may still talk. Yes. not gagged Mike. Yes. Bloodthorn. Do you know an R in Bloodfang? Um, after you say that. Bloodthorn Gris- looks... W- wizard? Wizard? Mm. Of Greece? Mm. <laughs> I'm just screeching this as loud okay. as I can. Bloodthorn, so do you know an orange blood... After that, you thing. hear the owlings. Are you saying that in what? Common, so that he can understand me. Okay. Um, the owlings quickly turn over to you um, and say uh, in Owl Trill that it's not your time to speak and you will wait for your time to speak. <laughs> and the orc... <laughs> says uh she we know of Arin. do you know of a wizard it is not her time to speak grizzlink and it will no longer be your time to speak to this council if you cannot abide our rules do you know a darn hammerstone i do not he says he traveled with Arin. And Raven Tree. The owlings now start saying, She will be taken from here until it's her time to speak, or she will be gagged like the other short one. Wait, we're all short. She will be gagged like the dwarf. 21, did I slip out of my shackles? Sure. I fly up over to Bloodthorn. He traveled with Arin, helped save Raven Tree, and he's coming back to try and help. And they are not letting us talk to you to try and help get everybody into the keep so we can get back to Raventry and help them with their issues. Okay, roll a persuasion check. Eleven. Okay. Um, the other owlings are trying to grab you. Um, you're trying to zip around. Yes. 
That's probably acrobatics, I guess. Wibbly, 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 wibbly. <laughs> That's an 18. Yeah. yeah Plus four, you're, 22. You're, you're free f- flittering around this whole thing, and the whole parliament is kind of uh, in an uproar Good. now at this point. You can see feathers are just... And none of the council members are moving to They're get just you. clapping. Only the couple of guards who are around, and most of them are in their ceremonial armor for the parliament so they can't fly so they're just like trying to jump and nab you as you're running around and screaming uh about Aaron. and um he says she was really hairy with lots of furry frizzy hair (laughs) grizzlink uh says uh, what are you saying (laughs) um i don't understand that one grizzlink uh kind of uh, looks over at you and the way that you're flying around like this and says, is this usually how you carry on your No, they hate parliament? me. I waited for days to speak with you because of all of the rules that you had here. And They're impossible. I am impatient me too. with it. Get your things in order and then I will come back and talk to you. We no longer follow Auron, daughter of Bloodfang. She's having some... Well, actually, I don't know that. Little Owling. Mm-hmm. Well, he left her behind. Mm-hmm. And the uh, <laughs> Grizzlink turns and, and uh, starts to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, uh, eventually the Owlings, unless, are you going to fly away? Or what's going to happen? Are you going to try to get away from this area or, or what? Are you okay? <laughs> they said he didn't, they didn't know a wizard. Oh, wait, no, that was Darn Hammerstone. <laughs> what about a grease wizard? Do you know a grease wizard? And this is as Grizzlink's kind of leaving. Mm-hmm. And for grease wizard, there's no response. Tim? Uh, what are all the names he said? <laughs> I said that one. You don't hear any. Don't I'll try and come back change. for you. She just is storming off. I'll fly after. Are you following him? Yes. Wait, yeah, Grizzlink is a him. Okay. Um, so you continue to follow, and Grizzlink is looking back at you, and now there's uh, sort of a uh, an amalgamation of owlings who are trying to come and catch you now that you've sort of been out of where you're supposed to be, um, but they're not there yet. And uh, you catch up to Grizzlink, and Grizzlink sighs and says, I have no weapons. They took them. We're just trying to get back to Raventree. Believe me, I am not afraid of you, little bird. Well, I'm tiny compared to you. I can see your kneecap. (laughs) What did you say last before that? They took my weapons. Okay. I have no idea what you're saying. I came here. And because these owlings say they have some claim to this keep, but we have taken the keep. They have been in the woods, and nothing that has been in the woods is safe. They are lucky that we are letting them stay here. And if they cannot treat with me, and if you, <laughs> and cannot keep their apparent prisoners at bay, then I have no need to speak with them. Well, I'm not really one of the prisoners. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Right. <laughs> I'm not one of them. That's why brought to the council in shackles, and that's why these guards seemingly are coming to find you. Look, 
I don't know what's going on between you little birds and the fights that you are having and the squabbles about where you hold your meetings, but I can suffer no more of it. I have defenses to plan and a people to save. And if I can help you, then I will. They're not letting me do anything there. We're trying to get to Raventree. Roll a persuasion check with uh, Raventree. Four. Raven Tree is fallen. And she turns around and leaves. He. He. Sorry. Why do you keep calling him a he? A she? I, I changed something in here. Oh. Uh, he turns around and leaves. There's no chance I heard that, is there? No, she's gone off into the uh, distance. So uh, some more of the guards start swarming around you. Fly. Fly away. Which way? Up generally in the direction of Grizzling Bloodthorn. Okay, she's heading back to the keep. Oh, it's a, it is a she now? He is heading back. <laughs> she's a she. It's a she. She's a she. Grizzling's a she. That's what it originally was. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you were going to head up toward the keep or what? I'm just going to fly away out of reach from the guards, land behind her, him, her, her. Yeah. and just walk behind him, her. <laughs> just keep walking? Yeah, basically annoying her, him to death because <laughs> I'm not giving up. It's working. Good. Okay. And the guards are... Uh, Trying to catch up to you, and they're around you now, and they say to halt. Fly up again. Okay, roll this. Uh, if you're going to try to evade them, you're going to have to roll acrobatics. That one's a 16. Well, I have one nat 20 in the guards, so one with the nat 1 is going to try and get you, and you're going to just sail out of the way, and it's kind of going to get its wings hung up in a branch and fall down with a particularly... A painful sounding thud, but the one of the other ones is going to actually get a net over you, um, which is not pleasant. I don't know if Trixie's ever been netted before. Um, Sunak, closest sensation. Right. It feels a lot like that as they draw it tighter around you, and you make sure you get your wings in so that they don't break. We're and, trying to help. Uh, odd way of showing it. And they're going to bring you back to the uh, cell with pretty tight, uh, actually, like, latticed area so you couldn't really slip through. So, how did it go? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Dern... You said Raven Tree has fallen. You see... No, you're not back there. Dern's at the council meeting. He's got nobody to translate for him. So you start to see some of the gifts from other airships brought up. You hear them, uh, the Owlings arguing about what they're doing with them. Eventually, the gifts, you know, start talking to them in common, and then they talk to the gifts, and many of the crews are uh, convicted. Um, but they talk about how in the in the time of war, the rules of war are such that any captured prisoner should be returned after the war has ended for the uh, – for the appropriate bounty, uh, and those bounties are all set forth in the in this certain book. And so now the gifts are arguing with the owls about the rules of law, on on which they are just as immovable as the owlings are on their rules of parliament. Um, 
So you hear this in common, at least you do sort of understand what's going on. They say the war is over, so they should appeal to the Council of uh, Gifts who will pay their uh, bounties, and they will, of course, then owe the Council of Gifts, and they will repay them over the course of their own work for many years. And the Owlings are talking about whether they want this bounty in order to uh, help rebuild their effort and how they might go about it. Um, but until they can make a decision on that, which has been moved to the bottom of the queue of parliament, uh, they can give no answer to the gifts who have currently been convicted and will be required to work until such a time as they will be uh, bountied or um, otherwise. Um, they're not even sure. They say that the gifts say the war is over, but the Owlings say they are not so sure. Um, Let's see. They then at the end of the evening schedule a special additional session of parliament for the next day, which took about half an hour to approve. Actually, you probably wouldn't know what they were doing there. Um, then the night following that council meeting where you spent the whole day bound and gagged, Dern, um, you get a vision like one that you haven't seen in a long time. Uh, First of all, before we even get into the vision, and we go into that night, like, you guys would have a chance to talk to each other, so I guess we could do... Yeah, you're ungagged when they when you leave the con- council. And they put you in adjacent cells. Bloody puffs from brains, pets, stupider than the Kenku. What did it say? What? What did she say? She... The orc you went after. Oh, the he-she thing. Um, basically, all she ended up really saying was that Raven Tree is fallen. Oh. And she won't let us do anything, basically. She doesn't trust did, us anymore. Did Did she know? She you said, probably wouldn't have asked her that. She said they don't follow Arryn anymore. Does Arryn live? Didn't say. What about anybody from Raven Tree? Did... Did she know anyone from there? All she said was that Raventree has fallen. I don't know anybody's names to ask about them. All I know I is... Know, I know, lass. It's not fair of me to ask you, but... How long ago did you leave? Weren't they headed south? A few weeks, maybe. Isn't Raventree to the west? Aye. Aye? Southwest. Aye. <laughs> maybe they hadn't made it there yet. I mean, isn't Raventree closer to the... Light. I have to get out of here. Well, me too. I don't want to be around these stupid owlings. I mean, they kicked me out to my other home. I don't want to stay with them anymore. I don't know, lass. We've got to get out of here. Indeed. Got to find my friends. Got to find if there's any survivors. Um, hunkered down in the corner so of the cell. there's actually probably a couple things that happened, Darn. I'm if, hunkered down in the corner of the cell up against, corner against his. Okay. Um, it's a long evening that is, makes it difficult to sleep. Aye. Darn, for one thing, you get just a clear couple of words, and, and you're not sure if they're coming from Ad Atlanta or from your own mind, and they just say, this is the law. And that's kind of your reflection of the uh, 
the arguments that the gifts and the owlings are having, and as they're circling through your head, unable to get away from them, even though you're gone from the council now, the endless circles that they're running, as those run through your head and keep you from sleeping, you just hear, this is the law. This is their law. There's no response. Can I try to meditate or pray or beseech? You could roll a religion check. Where is religion? I am proficient. That's a 19. Okay. Um, you get... Um, you, you do get a, a, a hold of kind of at Atlanta who hears you beseeching her um, from the prison and um, she says, you are restless, darn. I'm in chains, my lady. You are. I'm being held by unjust systems in place by these people who won't even listen. This is not justice, my lady, even if it is their law. Sometimes the law brings freedom, but not always, Stern. This is not balance, my lady. Help me. This was not the path I had for you, but it's the one you're on now. I'm sorry, Dern. What? I don't understand. This, I thought, what were you trying to teach me across the sea? I helped people. Where did I go wrong? There's nothing. Atalanta! Nothing. And when you do finally go to sleep, you get a vision like one you haven't seen in a long time. There's nothing to do with that Atlanta, though. It's a vision of the raven tree. You begin the vision this time above the tree, hopping from branch to branch like a raven, until slowly the tree absorbs you, and you move within it down to its trunk and into its roots and spread into a thousand directions to all of the land for miles surrounding it, feeling something at the edge of your consciousness, a desperation to help to keep the land alive, one shrub at a time. But there is some darkness surrounding and contracting around you, making it harder and harder not to retreat, not to form a new, smaller circle. But you do. You form a new, smaller circle, contracting and contracting until there's only this pinprick of light in the dark landscape around you. And that light is almost extinguished. But it doesn't snuff out. And you hear the words, Bear the torches of those that have fallen, lest the last light of Lamosh go dark. You have saved me before. You must do so again, if the land has any chance at redemption from this darkness. And then, in the darkness of the dream, you utter the words that you use to bring forth the light of divine radiance to your hammer whenever you cast your 
smites. And the pinpoint of light explodes out with a crash, and you wake with a start as dawn breaks over the camp of the Owlings. (sighs) That afternoon, you're brought to the council again. This time, the council is full of orc elders from the keep. And they're there as a desperate attempt to try and make a deal with the Owlings to try and avoid an assault. But they're forced to wait until after the proceedings with the Griffs, or the the Gifts now. All in good time has been said a number of times to the Orcs, as well as actually to Rupert, who has been pacing anxiously, awaiting response to his own pleas. And Trixie, you can understand, he's asking for resupplies. Yeah. Um, You started gagged this time, though. And I'm assuming bound, mm-hmm. not shackled, bound. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like this mantle that's almost like a weighted net. Um, it eventually becomes time for Griffin to speak. Uh, and he presents the books that Rupert had taken off of the ship. And he actually, over the course of about an hour or so, proves that his ship was not among the others in the raid on the Cloud Eerie, which was something that did happen with the uh, gifts. Uh, Eventually, after that painstaking examination of all of the files, uh, Lionel Hootsworth Featherbottom states, Based on the evidence provided, I move that we issue a pardon to Griffin the Windrider and his crew and to offer him the supplies necessary for the repair of the Thundercloud, providing the issuing... Uh, provided the issuing of such supplies comes at no significant detriment to the effort of the defense of the mountaineery. Shall we have a vote, or does anyone second? And you see the clerk seconds it. The people vote uh, in favor. And then he says, then it is settled. They shall be free to go when they see fit. The Owling, known as Trixie, What's your last name? I don't think I would have volunteered that. Okay. Uh, That seems to be something absent from the record here. The owling known as Trixie, if she can keep herself in line, shall be offered a place here if she so desires. Since there are no other members of her family here, she may appeal for a seat on the council during our next council seating meeting in three months, if she so wishes. The dwarf, according to these records, is exonerated as well. We will continue our proceedings after this adjournment. And there is a break like you had in the previous day uh, where you were brought to a kind of common area to take a meal. Dern and Trixie, you were actually the next scheduled um, individuals on the queue uh, there to plead your innocence, but seemingly now are not going to need to do so. In fact, they take your shackles off, ungag you, and Rupert comes over and drops a pair of goblets in front of you at the table and says, Congratulations, my friends, on your newfound freedom. 
dirty look. Listen, I do understand the bad luck that was involved of us finding your ship, but all of the gift ships were flying neutral flags. Under their rules, the war was over. If I find out that any of my friends were hurt because of this delay, I will find you. Specifically, you. (laughs) He just kind of uh, tries to laugh it off. And he says, now, now, uh, I do see now that... I turn away, I'm not listening The signs are more favorable now. Listen, you must... You. And he looks at Trixie. You. You. I just must get back out there to win supplies for for the defense of this city and this terrible time. So you can steal another person's ship. I must gather supplies from the real instigators of the Eerie's problem. There were dozens of these ships attacking. Many people died. There are... We nearly this died. This is our last stand here. We nearly died from you. Listen, you have time on the council coming up. I'm not staying. I need that time. I'm not giving you that time. I'm not staying. I have no place here. Nobody here in this place listens to any reason. And he turns around you and have no reason. leaves. At that same time, uh, I make a perception check. Hello, this is Date Night, the tabletop role-playing podcast with me, the Grease Wizard. If you want to learn more about the show, ways to listen, how to get bonus content, and where you can see art and maps, check out our website at d8nightpodcast.com. You can find ways to support the show there, like becoming a premium listener, buying us a pizza for game night, perhaps, or sponsoring an episode and having your own message read on the show. Do you want this voice saying thank you to your Auntie Carla for the Christmas stockings? Then go ahead and support us. Click the sponsor tab to find out more on our website. As always, we appreciate your support in any way or form. You know, subscribing, sharing, sponsoring, or listening. Now, let's get back to my story. I mean the story. (laughs) At that same time... Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, never mind. <laughs> it was not very stealthy. There's this of the of somebody walking uh, with kind of a walking stick. It's like a branch of a tree coming up behind you as you're having this conversation and shoulders into Rupert, which being as she's an orc at about six and a half feet tall and he's an owling of about four feet tall means he kind of spins on his heel out of the other way and he says watch it and she just glares at him and comes and uh walks up beside the table where the two of you are is it grizzlink nope this is a much older orc who are you Uh, she sits down who are you yeah and rupert you can actually hear in the distance excuse me actually trilling to another uh, council member who has been doing uh, clerk work for the parliament. And he's making the same appeal that he was to you about giving him their time to speak on the council. He needs their time, uh, that sort of a thing. Um, But the the orc comes up and you say, uh, who are you? And she says, Mag Brugbuzz. 
Meg what? Veronica Buzz. Do you know her? No. Do you know Furiosa? Who? Mesh Mesh. <laughs> I don't know who you're... Are you the Owling who followed Grizzlink from yeah. the council meeting? Yes. You mentioned Aaron? I. I point to him. He knew her. No, he... <laughs> no. Uh, dwarves, how long do you live? I know Aaron Bloodfang. I fought beside her. And when you say that, she like perks up a little bit. She says, Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> nobody's seen the daughter of Bloodfang in hundreds of years, and even a dwarf is, you don't live that long, right? I she just keeps, her. she's stuck on that. I saw her a few weeks ago. Now, I don't know about the Aaron Bloodfang from hundreds of years ago, but the one I know goes poof, 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 in and out through portals all the time. Maybe she's going back in time. I don't know. That's not really my wheelhouse. But I have fought beside Aaron Bloodfang, and I'm looking for her. Who are the other orcs that you were talking about before? Mishmash. At Raventry. Mama Ganoush. Mama Ganoush. (laughs) She she spits on leaves. I know the, the leaves woman. Hi. What's the guy that you buried under the tree? We were children Setor. together. I have met and fought beside Setor and Akagi. A dwarf has. Aye. This dwarf. Dern Hammerstone. He's got plenty of details in his stories. It'd be pretty Roll hard up, to make it up. Uh, persuasion check. God damn it. Nine. Well, that's still better than that. Ten. Ten. Sorry. Um, that's even better than whatever that was. I forget that sometimes. Listen, I overheard what that feathery fella told you. McPunchy face, yes. I'll listen to what you have to say, but you were next to speak to the council, yes? I. Do you need that time? No, I need to get the hells out of here. And find my friends. I'm not to speak to the council until after the other members of my council and the Owlings... I am so tired of legal proceedings. I am too. Listen, I'm not... My place in the queue is after all of the members of my council and all of the other Owlings sit down to broker a deal about the future of the Keep, which is likely to take them weeks to do with the way the proceedings have been moving. Can't you just give him and by then, your turn? my cause will be lost. What's your cause? My cause I only knew of last night when I received a vision that the Raven Tree still Stands. Hey. Look, you're not from this land. She points over to you, um, Trixie. But the Griff said you were bringing supplies for those fleeing its dangers, so I hope that you care. And you claim to know of Sator and Raven Tree. 
I have seen the dangers in this land, and I have tried to convince my clan to stand against them. They have chosen this as a place of strength because the angry huntress has protected us before. And she motions toward the um, mountain behind her. I forgot I had an old lady voice for this person, but I'll stick with this. <laughs> um, they have chosen this as a place of strength because it has worked. We had, The angry huntress has protected us before. I thought this was a way to save our people, and I agreed. But the land called to me last night, and the thorns that protect the life of the land are growing near the raven that protects the land from the corruption of death. This is a power older than my people's coming to this land, older maybe even than our prayers to the huntress and the daughter of Bloodfang. The raven tree calls us to its defense, and she picks up a tree limb that she was leaning on to walk over to you and caresses it. And she says, if she falls, the land cannot be restored. I have seen it in a dream not an hour before the dawn broke on this day. If she spoke to you, did you say that? You said, oh, I. I said, oh, I, like I, I okay. know about her. Well, vision. I'll just I'll say that. Sure. If she falls, the land cannot be restored. I've seen it in a dream. That wouldn't be a womanly womanly stick, would it? And she looks over at the stick and she says, I don't know what you mean. You can't use that to go back to Raventree. I can Lass, I'll give you all the time you need. I want her time. She points to the owling. I want your time. You can have my time. I don't need it. I don't want it. How long do I have to stay in order to give it to you? Just till the meeting comes adjourns. Not adjourns. (laughs) Just till the meeting starts back up, I think. I don't understand their rules so well. Once it's my turn, I will say that you were speaking in my stead. Will you give him your... What What did you call it? Wommily wommily stick. Would that be okay with you? I can't give it to you. I plan to use it. If the raven tree... If you know of the raven tree... Aye. Then use your time to speak for her. And I will use your time to speak not to these owlings, but to my people who are here, who will not listen otherwise, unless there is somebody there to keep them at attention. Can you like tell the them the rules of this place? Let them hear the words of our land. Tell them the story. Are there any parliamentary proceedings where I can beat the ever-loving hell out of something? I'm better with my fists than my voice. Just tell them what happened to you, like you told me. Oh, God. The future of our land depends on my charisma modifier. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes time for the uh, uh, meetings to take back up. They escort you back. They say that the floor is ceded to Dern Hammerstone. Um, and uh, you hear Lionel uh, Hootsworth say, Oh, with an inspirational speech. Go for it. Hammerstone, um, you have already been found innocent, but do you have anything to say in addition to your... I... As a free man, understand? I... Then say it. 
<laughs> I'm not originally from here. I am from Kufo, in one of the great dwarven mines of that region. I came here as a slave, was given freedom, and found my way to Raven Tree. The very same Raven Tree that is now believed to be fallen. I have fought beside the people there. I have fought for that tree. And I fight for it still. I come here today to tell you the raven tree has not fallen. I don't know about the status of the people or the town itself, but the tree stands. Now, if you believe that this great wandering forest is a threat, as I do, then you have to know that the tree, the raven tree, is our last line of defense. It is the last light in the growing darkness. It has to be protected, not from here at the edge, on the arse end of this island, but has to be protected there. If you want any chance of saving your people, he points to the orcs, he points to the owlings, your people, except for that fucker. <laughs> Is that Rupert? Rupert. You have to leave this place and go there. There are forces that I know were mounting and they would not have given up unless the defense was all but hopeless. If you want to save your lands, we have to save the tree. I'm going. I need people to follow me. I don't know how else to keep the light. Thank you. Okay. Um, so it, it has been said. Um, Lionel says. <clears throat> The next on the, he looks a little uh, ruffled, and you see everybody kind of looking around and silent for a little bit at the uh, council. And uh, Dern just stands there, his head's just down at the ground, like he just feels kind of hopeless at this point. Okay. And after a little while, uh, he kind of looks over to the clerk of the parliament here, and he says, um, what, uh, who is uh, next on the docket to speak? And the clerk says, um, I have a, a, a move to add something to the end of our agenda. And the other one, Lionel, says to him, what? And he says, a vote on what the dwarf had to say, or a discussion at the very least. Add it to the end of the agenda then, clerk. Who is next to speak? That would be Trixie. Trixie. Trixie Trixby? The Owling is next to speak. Yep, that's me. Um, 
um, I don't have much to say to you guys because I'm not from this area. But Mag Brugbuzz, I think that was your name, wasn't it? Brugbuzz, yeah. Um, she would. She is willing to speak for me. So, do you cede your time? Then? I do. I cede my time to Mag Brugbuzz. Any objection to the Owling ceding her time to Mag Brugbuzz? And Rupert sits up and he says, Yes, I have an objection. But there are more important things. Does anyone... I cede my time okay. to her, not you. Anyone it is not your turn. Second the objection. And there's silence on the council. And Rupert just... really want to punch that one. <sighs> and he just kind of settles down onto his branch and he looks really puffy on this... Uh, kind of perch that they have at the corners of the thing. Um, well, then bring forward the orc. And she comes up and she says, This young owling has ceded her time to me that I might follow on what the dwarf has said. He has said that he has seen the daughter of Bloodfang, that he has fought beneath the boughs of the raven tree. If she is returned, then we can make our stand there. If she has not abandoned us, then we cannot abandon her. And even if she hasn't, that tree is the only check against disease as the raven has ever been on this place. Against the undeath that comes our way. We have seen it. It has taken our land. This tree must survive for that land to be restored. Holding out the keep means nothing if the land dies. Owlings, she says. Give us the supplies that you have gathered here that we might make the march to defend our village and we will give you back our keep. And the orcs kind of jump up from where they are. And Grizzlink in particular says, This is not our offer, Mag. The old woman has no right to speak for us, she says. Trixie casts silent image on the top of the stick that she's holding to grow a little branch out and a little flower. On the top of the raven tree as she's doing yes. that? Okay. Um, the orcs start having an argument in orcish, um, which I don't think either of you understand. Nope. Just good old Dorvish. And eventually they quiet down, mostly because the Owlings force them to, so that Mag, because she's the one who will keep speaking here. And you hear in common one of the Owlings actually say to them, um, to Grizzlink, that they complained about not having order in their proceedings. They will not bring the disorder on this day. And you look back at Mag, who sees the image of the, raven tree kind of sprouting out of the edge of her staff and she looks up at it and she says you all do what you wish but the fight for this land is not here if the fight reaches this mountains then the land of our people is lost we have fled such devastation before but that was in a world with unspoiled places to run to but this was the last land for us there are no places for orcs now but here. With the raiders and slavers came protection from outsiders, but also came hatred and fear that will not allow for us to ask for the aid or refuge in any other place in any numbers. 
we will be servants and paupers. And if the last of this land dies, so do the clans of the old land. I don't know the fate that would befall the Owlings, but you also must love this land to have built such places as this keep within it. It is truly a wonder beyond anything my people have known since the leaving of our last home. There may be places for you out there if this land dies, but in all of them you will feel as strangers. You have lost a home already, as have we. We came from the plains of Wees and left them as we had only done once before, when we stood with a Akagi Fellblade against a threat on this land. But this time, we cannot return. Our land is corrupted. We cannot return unless the raven tree lives to restore this land. I point and I say, it lives. It lives. And there's a silence for uh, a little while. And the clerk eventually speaks and says, Is that your time? I look over at Mag. She just kind of sighs, and he says, So be it. We can have no such decision here. We have no quorum of members. Too many are abroad fighting or scavenging with their parties, and we require a quorum of no small percent to decide to war. But it shall be added to the docket. And she holds up her staff with the raven tree growing out of it. And she says, Do what you will. This was as much for my people as it was for yours. I will take the short road to Raven Tree by the way of her limb and the nearest damned tree. And she points to a right. old tree just outside the camp. I can take a handful with me. Do if no such back? handful exists, then the most I can bear on this road is myself. But I have need of no quorum. I will go alone if I must, and I leave within the hour. That's good. We got time. I'll need my hammer now. And my stuff too. Um. Oh, yes. Uh, you are free. That means all of your gear has been, uh, all of your belongings have been tagged, and you will go to the, uh, uh, the the quartermaster, and they shall be returned to you. During beelines. Okay. You do. I owl line. Okay. Uh, you make it to the quartermaster. Um. Give me my hammer. What are my daggers? You actually were given your exoneration papers, I guess you could call them, by the clerk. Slams them down. Give me my fucking hammer. My daggers. All right, all right. It seems you were on the level after all. I told you. Oh, he Um, told you. I'll go find your numbers. And he goes back into the back, and any time seems like an eternity, but this ten minutes or so of him just looking for the supplies seems pretty long. But overall, considering the number of supplies he has, it doesn't seem as if he's attempting any delay. Eventually, he has some folks help him with the tagged crates uh, and puts them up onto the uh, beside the counter. Uh, and somebody cracks them open with a crowbar and says that you're free to take your things. Just tears into the crate. Just okay. get all my shit and let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. What he said. All right, so you run back over near the tree. Well, he runs at Flutter. Find, uh, 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 bug bear, big bee, yeah, big bee bear. Mag. Yeah. Right. Bug buzz. She's near the nearest tree to the council, like she said, that she had pointed to. It's a big old ebony-colored tree. <laughs> She's got three orcs uh, beside her who have sort of come from the 
rest of the people, one who's kind of arguing with her, but two who are standing behind her kind of symbolically, but also literally just kind of Is this waiting. It? She says, I can't take but so many through the tree with me. Anyway, the others will have to decide what they're going to do. Here. It's a shame that an owling and a dwarf will go with you guys when they won't. Turn turns around at wherever the camp is and just screams, fucking cowards! Adam. Okay. I've never known any orcish cowards. Now I see a shite ton of them. Okay. He's pissed. Um, she says, Dern, we've planted a seed here. That's all we can do today. But there are things we can still do in Raven Tree. If you have fought for her before, she chooses her champions wisely. Aye. Is Giga still around? Um, Where's Rupert? She's still in the camp. They went back when they, when they got their exoneration papers. So I would have passed her? Um, they were there that day. So Because they just got their papers before the meal. And they had, in those papers, in the proceedings, it said they would have their ship returned to them. They actually would receive those supplies to help rebuild it. So it seemed like if you talked to them at all in that interim, that their plan would be to try and fix it and then get out of here. Not looking directly at her, I would take one of the spare feathers that I had taken back from her and passed it back without looking. Okay. <laughs> she gives a big smile. It's and she, horrible. Her teeth are just... They, it's a goblin. So. That's why I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to hug you. Or I fly away. Alright, roll an acrobatics check. Ooh, yes. 18. Hug check. I beat you. Damn it. <laughs> I got 18 plus 1. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's nice. It's horrible, but it's nice. Get her off me, please. No, I'm the <laughs> it's just, the a quick, just a quick hug. It's not a long, lingering one. And she tucks it behind her ear, and she is happy. Bye. We are miss... No. <laughs> we'll miss you. Not saying anything. I'm just flying away. Okay. Darren turns back around towards the tree. Two hands is hammer. All right, let's get Ricky, Becky. <laughs> okay. And it's a 10-minute casting, so... I'm standing here. Wimbly, 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 It really is a wimbly, wimbly, sick. Poof! And the five of you appear in the center of Raven Tree around the actual base of the Raven Tree inside the Hedge of Thorns, which has actually grown up taller since the last time that you've been here. Um, and sitting beneath the tree when you arrive is Baba Ganoush. <gasps> Baba! Hello, Darn oh, Hammerstone returns! Hi! <laughs> what are my friends? Your friends? Aaron, Chris Wizard, Kira. They have gone into the Underdark and have yet to return. How How long ago did they? Did they go? Weeks. Is, is Fury still here? Yes. Mesh, mesh. Alana. Alana is the door. <laughs> Rick Mosh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Alana. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. It's called a dramatic pause, last. Ivana. <laughs> <laughs> You've never mentioned her before. Melania. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, everyone is here. Your, your friends and a drow went into the Underdark to... A drow. Listen, um, go speak to Alani. All right. Um, you head back out, and you see that Raven Tree has changed since uh, any time, the, the last time that you've been here. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, you see it really quickly that there are a lot more people here. There are refugee camps set up around the village. Um, there are defenses being built to the south still. You can see a couple of towers that have actually completed their construction. Uh, the thorn walls that are in the south of the town have almost entirely closed to the plains, leaving only one small gate for any refugees that have still been coming. Oh, this sure looks fallen to me. Um, uh, that's the kind of the first impression that you get looking around. I need to get their heads out of their arses and get over here. Running, trying to find Alani. Okay. That's kind of the point where uh, I'm done with that. So you find Alani and she sees you're there and beside you is uh, Mag, who actually is... Baba Ganoush is standing beside her and the two of them are talking to each other and kind of gossiping almost. Um, and the other couple of orcs and Alani is uh, just kind of walking toward the raven tree as you're leaving. She's got a you know sweat pouring down the front of her face. She just looks really tired. Alani, how can I Dern. help? <laughs> Dern. Oh, we need so much help, she says. And she turns back around the way that she was coming from and starts taking you and showing you the extent of the town, the new defenses that they've built, the um, new forces that they have that are drilling. And it's just immediately, not even where were you or any of that stuff. It's just, this is what's happening in the town. This is how we're preparing. What do you see that we're missing? How can you help us defend it? Who is it that you've brought with you? It's just a hundred rapid fire questions about... I. Do my very best to answer them all. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not a siege engineer, but I mean. Okay. Let me get the. Alani, stuff out here. I've seen what's coming. Yeah, let's do any of that before I do that. You've been to the south? If we flew over it. We have no scouts here. Our, anybody who leaves never comes back. I believe it. It's. It's big. We've sent out folks with pigeons, she says, and we got one back and it had no note. We've lost at least six and we've stopped sending them out because we're afraid to lose any more who might be able to defend it. The only one we had here who could have maybe scouted the place left with your friends to the Underdark weeks ago and I'm afraid they have not come back. There will be time for that later. Right now. We need to prepare. Okay. So then I think that will kind of be the end of the conversation, I think. If you guys want to look over the map and do any of the extra prep and just talk about the logistics of what you would maybe want to do to set up the defenses, we can do that too. But that's sort of going to be a separate task, I guess. That isn't going to be role-played so much as it is mm. just figure out what kind of uh, 
tactics you want to use in terms of the initial defense for the city. I think that would be easier than you going around and talking to each person to try and figure out what's happened in the city or any of that kind of stuff. Do you want to go ahead and do that? I want a council. Okay. All right. Here's the new map. It's, uh, you've seen it. Zev's seen it. Uh, I think when everybody else returned to Raven Tree, this is kind of the old area of Raven Tree. Mm Mm-hmm. But the Moose folk have set up a shanty town. They built a palisade wall with an actual uh, just small gate and two towers in it. They've taken the thorny hedges from all through the jungle up around the town all the way to the river. Mm-hmm. So the only way in is kind of from the plains where the gate is other than if they can go through the hedges. Them? The hedges? Yeah. Al- Alani's grown them out Won't and that, made them thicker. Well, I mean, from a from a this this blight takes plants and turns them against us. Wouldn't that be more of a hindrance than a help? Actually, um, so the, uh, she would tell you the jungle around this area Mm -hmm. has not, despite all the blight coming through, it's sort of like this radius around the raven tree that is not being corrupted uh, by the blight. But she, she does tell you the main task is to make sure that that does not fall because as soon as it falls, all of these defenses become just what you say, what you're feared uh, is of these things turning We are bad. the boar, you will be assimilated. Yeah, the raven tree is the only thing keeping the land alive here. And it does so for a good couple of miles around the city, and that's why it still stands. She says there's been incursions coming. Mostly they've been coming through the actual jungle itself, and they've tried to, again, corrupt the land in there. She's sent out their main force are the uh, that have been good in the jungle are their shock troops of tree wardens, which are moose folk um, who have gone into the woods, and they're really adept at fighting in there. And they've destroyed most of the blight uh, that have tried to come. A couple have actually made it into the actual town, but they've been able to take care of them. It's just been sort of like a haphazard couple here, couple there, probing or or not even knowing what they're doing in an attack. Like, there hasn't been any force in mass that has come into the Raven Tree, or the city of village of Raven Tree. The other new things in the town are Silver's Refuge, uh, which you find is the people from Silver's Blessing who have uh, set up shop here. They've moved there. pull my hood down whenever I get close to there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, isn't that the hunchback nope, nope, thing? Nope, nope. Okay. Um, there's a couple of treants who came with the Orchard of Golden Apples. And shepherded it here from Silver's Blessing. Um, They've set up a cider press up there near the mill. They've actually planted winter crops, which are coming in and uh, allowing people here to eat. Not well, um, but they have some food. Um, They've started coming in over the past week or so. They've set up a drilling field up here where they've been training people. um, And they rebuilt the old city where Melork was from. and people from Brazzlewood are living there, so it's a tent city made of all different colored fabrics and things like that on the other side of the river. Um, they've constructed a new tower, a watchtower, over the bridge from Tama Creek. They haven't had any incursions from uh, north of the river, but there are blight north of the river well to the east of here in between the city of, or the village of Raventree and the Labyrinth. Uh, the other adventurers... Uh, your friends told the village about them when they got back from the labyrinth, but that's all they know. Uh, Jerry and Jenny's Gem and Junk Juicer is set up in the middle of town. 
they've seemingly uh, unable to go anywhere from here. They feel like this is a safe place. Uh, so they've been kind of hanging out here too. Um, so that's basically the changes to the city. The forces that have been set up here. This is a road. Yeah, that's okay. just a road around the middle. It's actually been expanded to go around the old center of the city mm-hmm. a little bit wider than it used to. And it's really just a trail from carts that moving around, around goes supplies. Around the whole town goes around the whole town, goes around the whole town. Sorry, that was per- terrible. The other the, uh, the resources that they have for defense, mm-hmm. um, there's Alani. Uh, these are some of just the powerful individuals. Uh, Alani, now Mag, um, and her two bodyguards, basically. Um, there's Winston. He's not left. He's continued to check on the health of the, the land around. This is part of the reason you know the trees are not being corrupted is because Winston's been talking to them. Mm-hmm. Uh Pippi has been in the center of town trying to gather information about other cities. She's a gnome. Uh, the pigeon handler, Dern, would have just met her for the first time, but we met her earlier. Um, she's been getting info of what cities still stand, what cities have fallen. So if you need any information about any of that, Pippi's kind of the one to go to. She tried to uh, give the scouts uh, to get her information, but she hasn't got word back from them. There's a Tabaxi priestess, and Baba are the two healers who are in town who have been taking care of anybody who's been hurt. And oh, she's, any a of the than Baba is. she's a cleric, um, the, the priestess. You guys actually met her in Moonglade at the Festival of the Moon. She was in the. Um, uh, you guys were up in like a treetop hotel for an evening. Uh, Kira and Dern were the only ones there at that time. You only spent one night there. There was like the wine that you brought to the festival and she was the cleric um, in that town. The moose folk came from there also. Um, The other ones who are not necessarily um, powerful in their own right, but they've been set as some of the commanders for some of the squads that are here are Rickmash, Fury, and Philium, the monk Goliath. uh, He hasn't left. Um, They've put together two squads of archers who just have short bows. Um, they're not super adept. There's about 12 in each squad. They have not been very successful at taking down the trees, except for uh, sometimes using fire arrows. But trying to shoot those fire arrows with unskilled archers, they've mostly stuck to trying to use regular <laughs> arrows and go at some of the more fleshy things that are attacking because there are not just trees, uh, but also creatures. And the creatures seem to be susceptible to being poked with arrows. Uh, There are also four squads of spearmen, same kind of thing. It's tough for them to take down the the tree kind of people. The moose folk have really been the ones that are good at taking them out. Uh, Your friends brought back two sets of heavy armor. So two of the moose folk are in that, and they're like these big shock troops with heavy armor and hammers, and they can really tear through some stuff. There wouldn't Uh, be any plate armor in there, possibly dwarf-sized, would there? It's... Uh, it's plate armor that they're wearing, but they're moose, so it was only two sets that they okay. brought back, so probably not. It would have had to have been from Labyrinth. They can't make it here. There's four in medium armor who are fighters, and then there's another six who are just kind of uh, been skirmishers in the woods with them, so there's a dozen moose folk also that are fighters. 
there's a manganol that the Grease Wizard built, or at least left plans for and showed people how to build. Uh, it takes a 15-pound load, and it can throw a single rock or a bunch of rocks over the wall at a... They haven't really tested it because there hasn't been any big bulk thing assaulting the wall. They've tried it, and it does throw stuff, but they don't know what kind of damage it does or anything. Dern takes his powder keg out of his bag of holding, leaves it there, and says, wait for my signal. Okay. And for the love of God, nobody smoke. <laughs> okay. So that's got a powder keg near it. That's set up at the, right now it's set up near the gate, kind of. Um, then there's three wizards uh, who are here, but they're mage college students. And Alani tells you they've been a little bit rowdy. Uh, they think that they're going to save the town, pretty much. Um, they are uh, a tiefling named Davos, another one named Kairos, and, uh, and then a, a tief- they're all tiefling, and, and then a, a, a woman named Lena, or a young girl named Lena. Do you all know Greece? Uh, yes, of course we know Greece. Greece is a first-level spell. This is introductory stuff. That's, that's, but I don't why need the would sass, we use boy. Greece when we have fire? Davos says when you first encounter him and you see him just throw a couple of fire bolts kind of out of his hands up in the air. That's fantastic. And the other one sidles up before you could say anything and he goes, of course Davos would tell you that he would use fire, but why would you use fire when you could use... Don't say ice, Kairos. I know you're going to say ice, but ice is nothing compared to fire. And then Kairos... I'd like to just backhand one. Kairos goes like this. Okay. (laughs) Well, you roll an attack in a second. And he then turns into the female uh, tiefling and says, I wasn't going to say fire, Davos. I was going to say illusion. <laughs> 18 and change. You correct which one, Lena or Davos? You know what? All darklings look alike to me. <laughs> just, just pick one. You hit. 18 okay. hits. Uh, that's You have your gloves on? Yep. Roll your ice damage. Please hit the fire one. One. Okay, so that's one plus five Six. plus Six, or, uh, seven total. Seven. Okay, so this crackle of ice goes over across the guy who just cast the fire bolts <laughs> up into the air. And he goes, Oh, what was that for? Listen when I am talking to you. Who are you? I you just done. got here. We How have been preparing I'm this going town to for the you battle. Again, I swear and we to will be the heroes. Crack him again. <laughs> he's he's got to. Oh, no, he doesn't do anything. You just see if you hit. 13 plus uh, 8. Okay, that hits. But he is going to cast Hellish Rebuke this time. That's fine. (laughs) Roll your damage. Darren, what are you doing again? I don't... Ice damage. You can't just stop getting in trouble, can you? He hits you for... Well, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus Christ. Again, Uh, who's that? That's a 5. Okay, he hits you for 16 fire damage okay. with hellish rebuke. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he says, fire. We are Davos and Lena. And that, where is Kairos? And she says, uh, he's, he's drilling some, you, you know that kid who's been coming around asking to teach us? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Kairos is not here, but it is, makes no difference because it is fire that will win this day. That is fine. But listen here, boy. When I defended this city the last time, we spread grease around quite handily. And you can see he's kind of... I, it is to, difficult to make, but <laughs> over then to the girl. fire does what to grease? 
It does have plenty to grease. Aye. So now you understand what I'm asking. Of course, we will make so much fire. That is fantastic. Don't forget to spread the grease around as much as you can in the Look, days to uh, come. The old man is telling me how to do magic. The very little man. He is telling me how to do ma- I just showed you how to do magic. You do magic with your little fists. I will do the magic of the fire. Do not tell me how to do the fire. I was top of my class, little man. This is why I hate darklings. <laughs> top of my class. Walks away. He throws a firebolt at you. At your pants area. That is an 18. That does hit. 14 damage. 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fire, little man. And he says, get to me out to here, Lena. <laughs> and she casts fly on him and they move across the uh, side of the city back toward the drilling fields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let him die. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you doing, Trixie? Following behind and then asking Dern, are you always going to get into trouble like this? Aye, it seems my way. Weren't you the law person? Aye. Okay. That's the... I'm just following along. The list of the resources, pretty much. Couple squads of archers, four squads of 20 spearmen, a dozen moose folk, and three rowdy teens. Oh, they're teens? They're students from the Mage College, yeah. They're, um, the Mangonel, uh, Alani, Winston, Pippi. Hey, Alani, first suggestion, put the mages on the front line. <laughs> <laughs> They've, mm, they take some getting used to. At least that one. But they are quite powerful. I, I'm fine with that. That one dies. Don't worry, I'll put his pants down later. Good girl. I believe your pants are a little on fire. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take a small step to, to the side further away. Wild cards, to be honest. Darren, I've not been able to wrangle them into their positions, but I don't think... Honestly, I am a little bit worried about them dying just because I think they want to be heroes then that's all price to pay aye but it won't do if we pay it along with them god I hate tieflings Davos at least is reckless the other two well I guess they sort of follow his lead mostly Um, is there anything you want to do in terms of where you want, uh, I guess you, you kind of have a lay of the land. You don't know how long it's going to be until anything happens mm-hmm. because you don't have any scouting information. I can probably um, scout a little bit. You could give it a try. At night would be the easiest because right. of silent flight and superior dark vision. Yeah. Do you want to wait till the evening and see if you can get any information? Yep. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and take a fly around then and see if you can find what's going on, how far things are in the south or anything. Third time's charm. Perception? 
Uh, first roll stealth, which you're at advantage on while you're flying. 19. Okay. Then perception. 24. Yeah. You stay out most of the night to try and get a... It's not. It doesn't take you long at all to find like where the front lines are of this force that's moving up, but it's kind of slow. Uh, you think the way that it's advancing, it's not going to be around too soon at its current pace. Um, what is coming a little bit closer is actually a small band of hobgoblins uh, that you sail over on your way back. You actually, even with that perception check, missed them on the way down just because you took a different kind of path on the way back to see a little bit more uh it's a band of only uh, i think it's less than a dozen um hobgoblins who are just in a camp uh between the on the on the raven tree side of the uh kind of area between the shambling forest and uh raven tree do they look like they're on guard against the trees or just Yeah, they've general? got two guards posted and they're both facing south. Wait, they're facing south. They're facing like the threat will be coming from the trees, not from us. Correct. Yes. Okay. How far away is this? Uh, this is a few miles from Raven Tree still. About what time of the night is this? It would be getting on toward morning because this is on your way back after a full night of scouting. And you know you don't have a lot of dark left. Do you have, like, message or sending or anything? No. I'll land on the north side. Of the camp? Yes. Okay. About 60 feet out or something, and I'll call to them, and I will be particularly not stealthy. All right. Approaching from the north side. One of the guards who's on guard kind of... Walks up and he goes... Hands up. No threat. <sighs> Little bird. This is a dangerous place. Are you hiding? Are you running from the trees? Everything's running from the trees. Where are you headed? North. To what? Whatever's north. Raven Tree's north. Then that's where we're headed. How fast can you move? We've been moving... Not as fast as we were moving, but we've been moving uh, right around 19 hours a day. The woods don't sleep, but thankfully they're moving slow right now. I'm sure you've left all that you can behind. Can you leave anything else and book it? You're you're only a few miles away. Mm -hmm. We'll be setting out soon. We have nothing to leave behind. We have only our weapons. We're almost out of rations. You're almost there. I'll help keep watch for the rest of the night. And I fly back up and I... Okay. Spin slow circles, seeing if anything gets close so that they can try and get some more rest. Okay. Um, nothing shows up over the next 45 minutes or so, and that's when it seems like they start waking up and start to set out. See, they do very little in terms of this camp. Um, it's not even hardly a camp. They didn't pull out any tents or anything like that. They just laid there kind of in that circle. Um, many of them still with most of their gear on. 
the couple who were wearing things that were easy enough to take on and off, slip them back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start out at a uh, an unsteady jog up toward the north. What are you going to do? Follow after them, look around, see if I see any threats, and fly back to Raven Tree to let them know. Okay. So you zip on back up to Raven Tree and give them an idea of how far away the forest is and how fast it's moving and about the hobgoblins that are also coming. Yes. Okay. Uh, They take all that information, and Pippi in particular is very perky and happy that you brought her back that information, and she finally knows something about what's going on in the south, and she's very happy that... You made it back, and would and it be offensive if I asked you a question about being a bird? And you're her new favorite pigeon. <laughs> it looks like you would, like you would be offended if I asked you a question. Maybe when we're better friends, I can ask you. I've always wanted to be a bird. Um. All right. So, uh, there. Uh, that number of days they're moving fair. It looks like we have a little while to continue to prepare. Maybe you could go out and scout for us again and see if anything's changed. Uh, but not for a few nights, of course. You should get some rest or maybe work around town. I don't know uh, what it's like. I'm sorry. I'm just so nervous. I'd never met a bird that could talk before. Help me. I mean, I had a parrot one time, and the parrot could talk. It could say a few words, but only the words that I said, and we couldn't really have a conversation. Can you have a conversation? Because you haven't said much since you've been over here. You talk a lot. I know. Her eyes are just hearts, and there are anime bubbles like flying out of her head. Ask her if she wants a cracker. (laughs) Do you? Do you? I have plenty of crackers. (laughs) I will kill you. (laughs) She doesn't want a cracker. I think. You mentioned something about fairies before, right? I. Let's not go there. Oh, we might. Don't want to. A couple hours into the day. Alani, uh, do you guys have any fairies around here? Hmm? Alani, do you have any fairies around here or anything? No. Um, any fairies and fae folk that were around seem to have moved out of these woods. Oh, thank goodness. Damn. They're afraid of what's coming. The only fake creature still around is Winston. He's a woodwode. Okay. Okay. Um, a few hours into the morning, the hobgoblins show up uh, below the town, and you do hear a bell ring out from one of the towers. You head in that direction, and you see Yohei manning the tower, looking out over the, the field, is ringing the bell. Hey, yo. <laughs> Um, and having that Yohei face that you're never quite sure is a smile or not. Um, and a hobgoblin with a white flag uh, steps forward between the rest of his band, which again is like 10 or 12, and steps forward into the court. Uh, it's the bird, the goblin, hobgoblin says. Owling. Right. Uh, well, he's pan- kind of panning. You we're, made it. We're coming through. Uh, can you tell your guards to stand down? That's why I was flying down next to you, walking in with you. Okay. Um, they start walking up into the city. They're looking around a little bit nervously. Um, 
but they kind of get let in. They look at all the thorns uh, that have been brought up here as the walls and the towers that are being built and stuff. And you see um, there's a commander who's with them who's kind of looking around at the defenses a little bit, but most everybody else is just kind of looking at their feet and just trudging. They're very tired. And they just start walking through the center of town um, around the uh, side road in between the raven tree and the field where the blorp beasts are and heading toward the bridge, just marching as slow as they can or as quickly as they can go. But it's kind of a shuffle now that they're in a place where uh, they don't feel like something's at their heels at the particular second. Um, And they just march on uh, through to the bridge, across the bridge, and to the road, um, and start heading across the bridge from Kama Creek toward the... uh, No, they would go the other way, up through where the Brazzlewood camp has been set up, like they're heading toward Three Lands Peak or Kanagara up that way. Mm -hmm. And they just keep marching. They're not going to stay? They're... So they're just headed north when you talk to them. Are you still with them as they go up that far? I figured. All right. You're kind of escorting them through the town. Uh, Are you not going to stay and help fight? There's no fighting this. With with us here, it might. <laughs> this is a village. These are villagers. We had an army. Look at us. Once you give up hope, you might as well die. And if you've given up hope, then why are you still moving? You still have some hope. Stay and fight with us. What's down there is worse than dying. We will march north. Anything that gets in our way, it can't be any worse than what we've seen. We were a war band. Now what are we? Cowards. And they just keep walking. And they leave the town. All right. I think that's going to be it for our day to day. I do need something from you that I did not get. And those are your final persuasion checks when you were leaving at the tree and you said your final things to um, the council and to the orcs. Um, so and I'll do mags. 17. 17. Okay. And mag rolls a 17. All right. I've got everything I need. And that's the last session with Dern and Trixie before we run another vanilla session with the regular crew I believe you mean who (laughs) thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together we'll see you again next week until then keep in touch by following us on twitter at date night podcast or visiting date night podcast.com